Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. This story is from Throwaway Stuck, titled, I, 30 male, am considering ending my relationship with my partner, 26 female, due to her being $250,000 in debt. I'm a 30-year-old male. I have a well-paying job, roughly 100k per year, no debt. My girlfriend has 250k in private student loans from undergrad private school with a variable interest rate. Recently, the interest hit over 11% and doing the math on the loans has me devastated. With how fast it is growing, she will need to put 25k a year into it just to keep it in the same place. That basically guarantees that I will never have financial help during our relationship. Additionally, with how much she will need to work just to pay on the loans. I won't have much help around the house or with our kids, if slash when we have some either. I keep blaming myself, I can't just deal with it. It's just money, right? But at the same time, when I look at the reality of the situation, I can't help but feel that I need to walk away from the situation. Additionally, she's going back to school in the fall for a higher paying job probably 60 to 85k income at the end realistically with the possibility of 125k a year if she works herself to death. But this program will add another 30k in federal loans. I think this is a bad decision, but it's the only option she seems to have to up her income. I feel like I don't want to wait until I'm 45 when this debt might be paid off to have children. I don't want to put my life on hold in this way, but I also love her a lot. We've talked a lot about this and about her plan to pay it down, etc. It now feels like my options are either accept that this is reality and it will be many years before she is free of this debt or end the relationship. Any advice? Edit in to add context. Private loans aren't eligible for PSLF as far as I know. That's a federal program. Student loans aren't eligible for bankruptcy. She currently lives with family. She has a job, but it doesn't earn much over 30k a year. She will start the program in the fall, which will mean school for one and a half years, and then earning potential of 65k to 125k. More if she works like mad. The loan was originally around 180k, undergrad at a private fancy school, but has grown due to the interest. Her mum co-signed on a few of the loans, from what I understand, but has the mindset that her investments make more than pen into her daughter's loans. We have been together for two years. Yes, I have talked to her at length about the situation. Lastly, thank you for those who said I'm not a bad person for thinking about this and that my feelings are valid. It means a lot to me. I'm going to sit with this for a while and make a decision within the next week or so. 250k in debt. I couldn't imagine. I, I don't know what I would do if I was in that much debt. And I can see why OP would be concerned about their future because yeah, it's just going to take forever to pay it back. And I can just imagine it putting a strain on all sorts of things, you know. 
you want to go on holiday one year, you can't because of her debt. And sure, OP might be able to pay for it, but at the same time, it's going to be a constant thing, isn't it? It's not, it won't be one time, it'll always be, it have to be OP paying because of this 250k debt. And she's going to go for further education and add up to 30k in more loans. And I can just picture this putting a huge strain on their relationship, you know. I don't know the statistics. A quick Google will probably find them out. But finances, I imagine they contribute quite a lot to causes for divorce. Obviously, I don't know that. I'm just top of my head there. 20 says, honestly, Jesus, 250K. Is she going to be a neurosurgeon? That's going to hold you back forever. How long have you guys been together? That would definitely put a strain on finances if you get married. Lollipop Fiend says a huge, huge source of relationship strife is finances. 250k is a massive amount of debt for someone whose earning potential is barely cracking six figures. I say this as someone with a lot of debt, though nowhere near that much. Do not marry her until slash unless you get comfortable with whatever it will take for her to become debt free. Electric says and quotes, it's just money right and then says no, it's the rest of your life and your own goals. It is fair to worry about. This is the rest of your life you're talking about here. And quotes again and says, it now feels like my options are either accept that this is reality and it will be many years before she's free of this debt or end the relationship and says, yep, those are your options. Opie responds and says, I appreciate you reframing that for me. I keep saying to myself, it shouldn't be about money, but I guess ultimately it isn't. It's about goals I have for my life. Stick to it says, I married a woman that came into the relationship with maxed credit cards. I literally paid them off by letting her live rent free for a year. In that year, she also saved up for our wedding. 12 years of marriage. Going through with a divorce and she's currently 100k in debt. All hers. I learned a lesson. I will mention there's more to this story, but if I listen to the red flags, this mess I'm in could have been avoided. Don't ignore the red flags slapping you in the face. You came to Reddit for a reason. And one more comment from Parenting who says, I once broke up with a guy who revealed to me on date 3 that he had 400k of credit card debt. He had a high income job with a big company that went under. Then another, same story. The next time he was laid off, he was one of the last of the company to go. And all of his co-workers who were laid off first had already gotten jobs and he said there was no openings. So he sat at home and eventually lost that home. I asked him why he didn't move to another city with better opportunities as there's several big cities within a two hour drive. He said because he was accustomed to living in that city. I just don't understand this. Before going that far into debt, before maxing out 400k of credit cards, why not explore other nearby opportunities? Even though he had another job, he was just making the minimum payments. I calculated I would have to put all of my disposable income towards his debt for almost 20 years before paying them off and have nothing to show for it. Just to get back to zero. No retirement, no savings, no nothing. I broke up with him. He called me all kinds of nasty names after he demanded to know why. And I told him I wasn't ready or willing to take on his massive debt pile. But best of luck. Go forth and prosper. Paraphrase, obviously. He later called back to apologize, but also begged to get back together. And I stuck to my guns. And he went back to the names. I hate being viewed as his meal ticket. And I told him that. So apparently for not wanting that life, I'm shallow and a gold digger and all kinds of worse names. I think I dodged two bullets. First the debt and second, someone who calls names when upset. Opie responded saying, I'm sorry you had to go through that. I know my current partner would understand if I ended things because I have fully voiced how concerned I am and my thoughts about not being willing to sacrifice to the extent it seems I might have to. The decision is already hard enough. 
would be even harder if there was name calling etc. I also feel like there are a few comments here that are calling me petty or an evil capitalist for my thoughts alone. I already have enough shame. It is sad that being cautious about your life is seen as being a bad person sometimes. I hope you know that you definitely dodged a bullet there considering his behavior. I'm glad you were able to come out of it. So then OP does update the post and says wanted to give an update. After reading all your comments and picking up a book about decision making in regards to money and love, we'll share if interested. I've come to the decision that I do sadly need to end the relationship. She is a wonderful girl and honestly my best friend, but the reality of her choices financially will alter the course of my life in such a profound way that all I can see is resentment in the end. I have to stop guilting myself into sacrificing myself for others to the point of my own mental turmoil. I grew up in a foster to adopt family as the oldest and I think I learned then to forget myself and care for others to earn love. Part of this decision is learning how to remember myself again. Thank you all for the advice. It really helped me see that either choice is okay to make and I'm not a failure for saying it's too much for me. Opie then adds another comment and says, I understand all your perspectives. Ultimately, a debt that is growing at 25 to 30k annually just on interest alone is too much for me to handle. I'll be working to pay for everything else and she'll be working just to keep up with paying off the loan for likely 10 to 15 years. I can't wait that long to begin my life. I do love her. I can love her and still make the choice to walk away for the sake of my future. I've battled with this a lot, but ultimately, it's something I need to do. Yeah, it breaks my heart every day. I wish I could be the one to save her, but to save her, I'd be killing myself. It makes me extremely sad about it all. And now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another story. And before we do get into this next story, I just want to give you a warning. It does contain parental death. So if you do want to skip the story, please feel free to do so. Timestamps are down in the description and along the timeline below as always. And let's crack on with it. Now, this story is from Clueless Dad, perhaps, who says, Am I the a-hole for telling my daughter? It's just a dress and she's being dramatic. I'm a single dad to three daughters. This revolves around my middle, Juliet, 17 female. A few weeks ago, I took her shopping for a prom dress. She picked one that she absolutely loved and she truly looks like a princess. Then last week, she was very upset because she saw on Instagram that a classmate, not a friend but someone in her grade, had bought the same dress but in a different color. She tried asking the other girl to change and the girl rightfully told her no. I was sympathetic and let her vent also adding that it was a different color, so at the very least, it wasn't too similar. Issue is, Juliet has been trash-talking the girl for the past week. This is very out of character for her. She's never been a gossip, but I've heard her venting to her friends about it. I let it go because what does venting really matter? Then I got a call from Juliet's history teacher saying that she overheard Juliet talking poorly about this girl repeatedly. While the girl is not in the class and there's no evidence of bullying, she'll worry it'll get there. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I sat Juliet down and said, while I understand completely that this is frustrating and I may not get all that comes with dresses and such, this isn't fair to the other girl. From what it seems, she didn't purposely do this to hurt her. I pointed out the different colors, also offered to take her to return the dress and she could get another if having a unique dress was that important. Juliet said that she shouldn't have to get a new dress. She kept trash talking this girl. I finally told her, it's a dress. Your feelings are valid, but you need to stop being so dramatic and let it go. This upset her and she left the room in tears. I tried talking to her about it, but she stayed in her room. My eldest 22 female told me I technically wasn't wrong, but I shouldn't have said it. I really try not to be a bumbling dad who doesn't know what he's talking about. I learned all stuff relating to raising girls. I've always made it clear they can come to me for anything, etc. If I need to outsource a problem or they want a woman to talk to, if their godmother, late wife's best friend. Was I the ass here? And we're starting the comments with Wicked Angel Love, who says, Not the a hole. You aren't wrong at all. It is just a dress. I really thought this thread would be going somewhere else, but trash talking a girl for buying the same dress in a different color is horrible. And it is a type of bullying if she's doing it to the point where a teacher calls you about it. Honestly, I'd tell my child if she kept this up, then I'd cancel the prom because it's not that serious at all. Little Lion says, not the a-hole. Being that upset about a dress is overly dramatic. Does she do the same thing when someone else is wearing the same jeans, shirt, jacket, shoes as she is? We live in a world where things are mass-produced and shockingly, people end up wearing the same things, sometimes even at the same time. I would hate to see this behavior stay with her through college. It does sound like she is on the border of bullying this other girl though. I hope that she doesn't. You offered her multiple options that she turned down. She needed a dose of reality. Opie responds and says, honestly, this is all very out of character for her. She's never been one to care about fashion. I know sometimes her friends have worn the same outfits. She doesn't normally buy anything relatively unique. I don't know if there's some sort of prom dress culture or if something is going on. I know I'm her dad, so maybe I'm biased, but this is brand new behavior. Maricopa says, not the a-hole. It sounds like you're doing everything you can. And if you want honesty, my parents wouldn't have been so patient. They were great growing up, but... I probably would have been told, if this doesn't stop ASAP, I'm going to lose fill in blank. They weren't big on teachers getting involved with my behavior. And one more comment from Sandy who says, not the a-hole. The only thing that would make me understand Juliet's perspective a bit more here is if she posted the picture of her dress first. I don't know what it's called, but some groups slash schools have a place to post your dress so there are no duplicates. If Juliet had already posted with the understanding that the dress style was claimed and the other girl then came in and bought the same dress, I can see why she would be upset. Since it's her character to behave like this and Juliet is refusing to change her dress, I'm guessing something like this happened. Not gonna lie, it was much easier when I was younger. If we came in the same dress, we laughed and took a picture on our actual cameras. Sometimes being old is easier. The OP did update their post and says, I want to thank everyone for your feedback and advice. Some of you suggested there is much more going on here and I agreed. I sat down with Juliet again I said I stand by my sentiment, but I also think there has to be more going on. As I said, it's just a dress and this isn't like her at all. 
The muse suggested perhaps she had prior history with the girl. She said no, they don't even really talk. They only follow each other on social media because everyone follows everyone. I pushed more and asked why a dress was so important. She eventually admitted it wasn't and went on to say that she's felt weird about prom this whole time and her senior year overall. When I asked why, she started crying and said she missed her mum. She wished she was here, etc. My wife passed when Juliet was five, so she never truly had her for any of those big milestones that a girl would have with a mother. Watching her friends go through all these things with their mum reminded her that she doesn't have one. I gave her a big hug and held her while she cried. I cried a little myself. I knew that Juliet struggled with her mum's death but had no clue it was still such an issue. When she calmed down, Juliet insisted that she hadn't ever said anything to the girl but agreed to apologise for even asking her to change her dress. She also promised to stop talking junk. I told her next time to just talk to me about it. I miss her too. My eldest was going through all these milestones of senior year. I definitely felt someone was missing and that my wife should be there. The crisis is over. I know some said to ban her from going to prom and if she had continued her behavior, I would have. But considering she's going to apologize and is letting it go, I feel that's an overreaction. And another story where communication wins the day, thank goodness. Obviously, we don't know what's going to go on past then unless we get an update in the future. But it was so important to sit down with a daughter and ask why. What's going on here? Tell me your feelings if you can. And of course, we find out the daughter's grieving. And like we discuss in many stories, grief affects people in many, many ways. And it must be so hard for this girl. Like they said, seeing all her friends with their mums, doing these things, etc. It must mess with your emotions like like crazy. But um, I do hope that she does apologize and they do move forward and, and things continue down a more positive path. But what do you guys make of this situation let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from OBG81736 and says, Am I the a-hole for saying I don't need help with my situation to a stranger? My 27 female go to this kind of nice restaurant, order a meal for myself and read up on my job and my laptop. I like the experience and I like treating myself, so I'm kind of a regular there. I went there again a few nights ago and I was doing my usual thing. When I concentrate, I block the entire world and focus on one thing. So I had to focus on the text I was reading and I did not care about anything else as I waited for my food. I noticed a girl pull up a chair at my table and sit down. She was in her early 20s and she said she was part of a group that sat across from me at the other end of the room. I was honestly confused as hell. I was like, can I help you? Do I know you? Why are you at my table, etc. She introduced herself and said she was there to save me from my situation because she noticed how I was alone. I was like, I'm in the middle of something and I need no help. She said now I was being rude and I needed to take her out to a proper dinner. I was again confused as hell. She started up a conversation on my book, which I explained, but I still did not understand her. Then my food arrived. She joined her group because they were leaving and called me a clueless asshole before leaving. I still don't know what on earth happened, but I have never had anyone call me an asshole, so I panicked and I needed to ask. Now, I think she was hitting on you in this situation. Maybe I'm wrong there, but it certainly sounded like it, that whole dinner thing that she was saying, that you needed to take her out for a proper dinner and then started a conversation on your book, etc. And I don't know, this might be a bad take for me, but I'm rolling with it. I sometimes like to go out for a little lunch every once in a while. You know, midday lunch, go to this little 
it's like a little cafe slash restaurant thing and I go by myself and I sit there at this table and I absolutely love it. I sit there, I browse the menu, I pick what I want, order myself a beer, sit there, stare out the window and watch the world go by. Nothing like it. Occasionally scroll on my phone, maybe do a bit of YouTube stuff on there or talk to people on Twitter, whatever. But it's my time and I do whatever the hell I want during that time. If, I, if someone came and sat at my table and they said they're saving me from my situation, flirting or not, I'd hate it. I think there's a certain way to approach situations and that's not the way. I could never picture myself grabbing a chair from another table and just plonk it down next to someone and sitting down and then starting a conversation like that. Maybe go up to the table and said, excuse me, do you have a moment? Can I ask you a question? Something like that. Something very simple. They could say, no, sorry, I'm busy right now. Trying to eat my food or whatever. But the way the group left afterwards and called you a clueless asshole at the same time, it's just wrong. I just wouldn't like it. I know that much. But life's a box of garden says, I mean, not the a-hole, but she was hitting on you, OP. Lol. I am hurting cat says, not the a-hole. She may have been hitting on you, but after you made it clear, she should have excused herself and left. I mean, she shouldn't have interrupted you in the first place. It's rude as fuck. To be so presumptuous as to plop yourself down and force a stranger to converse with you. Lost in says not the a-hole. Someone forced themselves on you. You were not rude in your response and they refused to listen to your response. Do not stop treating yourself. Just because the person who sat down cannot imagine eating alone does not mean the many who are fine with it need to deal with the interruptions from people who think they know better what you want. You know what you want. You're confused because of the sheer rudeness of this girl and no, her intentions don't count for anything once you said you did not want company. Banff says, not the a-hole. Looking at it from the outside, she was hitting on you and it seems trying to get a free dinner out of you. That said, once it was obvious you weren't interested and just wanted to be alone, she should have backed off as opposed to calling you rude. Ultimately, she was the rude one. Sure, you could have gone out with her, but considering how demanding and rude she was in the few minutes she was there, you probably are fortunate you didn't go out with her. Next commenter says you are not the a-hole. There are many things you have described that would leave 99.9% .9 of the world confused as well. And make me wonder if you were interacting with someone that might have some sort of diagnosis in which reading social cues is difficult. Sitting down at a stranger's table, interrupting a stranger with presumption of saving them from loneliness and failing to react when you said you needed no help, along with a counter that you were rude and owed her a proper dinner is bizarre. And a final comment from Adorable Strength who says, I can really understand your confusion, not the a-hole. If this was flirting, she did everything wrong. You don't sit down without asking. You don't interrupt someone reading. You don't lead with telling someone they have a problem and need saving. You don't get mad when the person you're flirting with doesn't pick up on it. If you're told they're in the middle of something, you leave. I actually wonder if it's a new tactic by that religious cult that approaches women in parking lots. Now, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation and how would you have dealt with it? Maybe you think she was in the right. Who knows? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in these stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much for being involved. Hopefully, I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. Then along came a time when you crushed my dreams Oh yeah, you played me like a fool When you made me believe that the line between love Wasn't thick enough to read Oh yeah, you see we in despair Crime everywhere You're selling false hope Cause you just don't care Nah, uh, you just don't care Nah
Nah, 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 you just don't, just don't care. Uh, you just don't. Still selling false hope, cause you just don't care. House, house, house. Feel me if we talk into a unit. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 